it is time to unlock your body's full potential. For far too long, we've been told all the wrong things on how we can shed extra pounds, fuel our bodies, and crush our health goals. My friend Mark McDonald is here today to tell you that there is a better way, and it has nothing to do with deprivation, giving up carbs, or obsessing over what you eat. It's time to finally live with food freedom by following a proven blueprint that will help you forever win in your health. My conversation with Mark McDonald starts right now. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Cam Hall. I am your host, and I am jacked up for this conversation today. Today, I have the honor, I have the privilege and the excitement to chat with Mark McDonald. Mark is a mentor to me. He's an inspiration to me. Uh, We'll get to that later in the conversation. But more importantly, Mark is husband to his beautiful wife, Abby. He is dad to Hope and to Hunter. Uh, Hunter just got married, so congratulations to Hunter. Mark is also an internationally renowned fitness and nutrition expert. Mark is the founder and CEO of Venice Nutrition and the IBNFC, the International Board for Nutrition and Fitness Coaches. He is a best-selling author of the books Body Confidence and Why Kids You Make You Fat and How to Get Your Body Back. Mark is also an international teacher and speaker and TV personality. He's been on it all. He's done over 10,000 media hits. He's been on Dr. Oz, CNN, HLN, Excess Hollywood, you name it. So many more. Mark is also a highly sought after motivational speaker. And you're going to hear why in a few moments. And I have the privilege of calling him my friend. And I'm excited about this because, guys, if you've come into this podcast through the Fight the Dadbog community, you'll know the name Mark. Mark is the Mark in my story. And you're going to hear about that. He's the one who inspired me to take control of my health. He's the one who inspired me to start Fight the Dab on. And man, I'm just so honored that he's here today. And I'm looking at him behind the scenes here. Man, here we go. Mark McDonald, welcome to the Dad's Making a Difference (laughs) podcast, brother. Man, I got to tell you, I am glowing right now. Like I'm so pumped to have you on because the guys who are listening to this, if they've been part of the Fight the Dad Bod community for the last seven years, they know how much of an impact you've had in my life. So I want to thank you in advance for that. I am, I'm honored that you're here today and we can share a little bit of a story together. We can hear from you, but Mark, welcome to the podcast. Hi, uh, Cam. Thanks for having me. And you just know, everyone listening, I- I am the biggest Cam Hall and Kimmy Hall fan of all time. Like when we when we rocked Canada together in 2015 and just our friendship that we've developed through the years. I mean, you're an inspiration to me. You're an inspiration to millions of other dads. So it's an honor to be on your show. I appreciate you, Mark. Mark, you know, you mentioned 2015. That's when we had the opportunity to meet kind of in person. You came to our small, our small city here of Lethbridge, Alberta. I remember... I remember the stress and healthy stress, but I remember like the, Hey, Mark's going to come to Lethbridge and we're like, what are we going to do with this? But it was so cool to meet you and to have that moment in time uh, that really was a spark. 
it was it just ignited a journey for both my wife Kim and for me in what it meant to help other people start taking control of their health, helping them take control of their lives and their family's health. And it was just so exciting. And so I think it's important, Mark, that if we kind of set the picture here and you share a little bit of your story of why you became so passionate about teaching people now all around the world about nutrition and health. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I think that's the the fun of it is that I remember we were in, um, in, in Canada in Alberta and we were right there and leverage and we were doing we we're having dinner like together and talking food and talking shop and i think that's what the heart of all of this is is families eating together families experiencing life together um dads being i, I love your asthma um your, your your concept about fighting the dad bod because that's what this is all about that we can live with power regardless of our age that we can be our very best and it's just exciting i'm ready to dive in. I'm ready to ask every questions and I'm just ready to have an awesome podcast session together. Awesome, Mark. So, you know, you're dad too, right? You got two kids. Hunter just got married. Congratulations, by the way. Uh, (laughs) How do you feel about that? How are you feeling? Proud dad? It is. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story that really was powerful. You know, our family are free thinkers. So Hunter is, is a big soccer player. He's going over Spain. He wants to be a professional soccer player. And he met his wife, Ariana, they met when they were two month old two, in California. And they, they were, you know, they were never really dating. And two years ago, they really reconnected. And the last two years has just been amazing. They're, they're, it's kind of like when I met Abby, when we were 21, I said, that's the girl I'm going to marry. What was cool is because the, the graduate in high school, he's going to play overseas. They wanted to get married. They love, they love each other. And we did, we went up in the mounds, no drama, no big ceremony, nothing like that. Abby became an ordained minister just for the ceremony. <laughs> I was the DJ. I was the videographer with a couple of hunters, All best of friends. Um, I was the best man and we just had it. But what, what really inspired us is that they said they planned the whole thing mm-hmm. and they said, Hey, Let's do a picnic. And they did a protein, fat, carb, blood sugar balancing picnic. So how I feel about it as a dad is I grew up with a mom who was a chronic dieter. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember walking in my in her room when she was seven years old, crying, sobbing, because she failed. She felt she failed again. And she didn't fail. My mom struggled with weight. Um, she's 80 now. And she's the healthiest she's ever been. But growing up, I saw her have this up and down and yo-yo because society told her she should, you know, no, no, take in no fat during the fat-free craze, cut all your oh, carbs, yeah. um, take appetite suppressants. And then I saw my dad, who, who was my best friend. He was the best man at my wedding. And he gave me everything. And he taught me what a dad should be. But he started having massive digestive issues when I was about 15. And then when 18, he had his stomachs got closed off from ulcerations. He had to have a gastric bypass, even though he was lean. And he never was the same. And he died in 2016 from digestive challenges. And, mm. and so, so much of when you take this long story of that wedding was a moment where I was able to look at my family. And I saw that there's the generation of food education and food freedom is set now that Hunter and Ariana understand food. Ariana, two years before she was dating Hunter, had an eating disorder, but now she loves food. And to know that that my kids have that knowledge, that they're able to win, and myself as a dad, I'm able to still do amazing things with my son. That's what this is all about. It's not about the number on the scale. It's not about what you look like in the mirror. All of that's great. It's about living your greatest health and feeling like you have a relationship with food in your body that's joyous every single day. No guilt, no understanding, just living with that freedom. 
I love it. I love it. And, you know, when we met and that was what drew me to you was an interaction that we had at a, at a conference that happened to be in Las Vegas. My wife was really pumped about being there. And, and I was at a point in time <laughs> where I was just like, I, I, in my life, I was not in a healthy spot. I had a really poor relationship with food. And I think you alluded to that. Like we get into these mm-hmm. sucked into these cycles of, we think we know what we want when it comes to our relationship with food. And I'll give you an example. So I had, you know, a past athlete like you were, and I had this like negative body image as in like, I always had to be this ripped guy, but I didn't know how to do it in a healthy way. So I would deprive my body of what I needed. I would eat chicken and rice and carrots for every meal of the day for about a year and a half until the point I was ill. And it was Kimmy, my dear Kimmy, who said, can we, we like, you can't do this anymore. You're, you're, you're angry (laughs) most of the time. You're not uh, as connected, not as energetic as you need to be. And so I just, our worlds collided at a time where I was struggling with my health, which then helped me, led me to struggling with my family and my profession. And here I am at a conference in Vegas with my wife, just because I wanted to get out of my city and get away for a bit. It happened to be like, you were the keynote speaker. you had a line of people wanting to say hi after. And I walked up and I was like, Hey, hi, Mark. Kind of like that. Huh? Hey, Mark. You know, my name is Cam. I'm from Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada. But this is my wife, Kim. She has a brand called K-Fit Mummy. And you went, you're K-Fit Mummy. And I was like, what? Like, what's happening right now? Um, but <laughs> we, had, we had like a, a similar connection where you'd heard about Kim's movement. Well, fast forward. And every interaction that we had over the next six months, I just, the energy and the focus and the encouragement to say, hey, like food is not a tool to lose weight. It's not like food, food is fuel. And so I want to thank you for inspiring me because in 2015, that absolutely changed my life, turned my life around and helped me to be like, Hey, how am I going to do this for other men? Fight the dad bob, man. This is what we're going to do. And so, uh, and that's why I took off. So I want to thank you for that. And if you're listening to Mark tell a story and you're like his passion and you're like, is this for real? No, like this is legit. This is for real. And I want you to be as passionate as Mark is about this and being a dad who's healthy for your family. Uh, I'm rambling right now, but man, I'm so jacked up to have well, you on because I think your message is so powerful. I just, Kim, I just love you sharing that. And that's really what this is. And, and it, it means the world and reminds you, I remember when we, we talked. And I, and I and everyone listening, you think about a moment of pain uh, with food. Mm. For me, you know, as a soccer player, I ate whatever I wanted. Uh, you know, this is in the 90s. So like I, I'm looking at like metrics, like there's no real information. I'm a nutritionist, kinesiologist. I, I, I got a D1 soccer scholarship. I want to be the best soccer player. At that time, there's no pro league. And I'm training, training, training. And I'm eating with still whatever I want. I think I'm eating healthy, but I'm not. Yeah. And I'm ha- going through blood sugar deficits. And then I would... I would use exercise to stay lean, but I can never get my body to that next level. So then the moment I stop playing soccer, what happens? I keep eating that way. I go on the pizza diet, I put on 60 pounds. I went from 190 to 250. And for Canada, you know, you're talking, we do pounds, but kilos too. You we can look pounds. at it. It's pounds, pounds or kilo. We pounds. do pounds. Well, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. So I got, I would gain 60 pounds. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what's going on? And I'm looking in the mirror, Cam. And, you, and I've told this story, you know, the story. And I'm thinking I'm still lean. And, and Abby's all my amazing, most soft, soft way she could say it. I don't see it anymore, babe. And that freaked me out. It took me back to watching my mom diet. I cut all my cal- calories. I went on a, some called the anabolic diet, which you know, should never do. It was a high, it's a ketogenic diet for bodybuilders. Yeah. Cut all my carbs, suffered for six days a week, 
looked great. Then I have a carb day on, on Sunday. I lived for that day, took mm -hmm. my body fat down to 3% and became a top fitness model in LA looking amazing and feeling horrible and teaching people the same program I was doing. Right. And that was the issue. People would get results and they would suffer and rebound. And I hit that breaking point, just like Kimmy went to you and Abby came to me and said, something's got to change. You're obsessed. I would, this is what we do. We've all done this before. You do that cheat day and it should never be a cheat day. It's only a cheat day in dieting. When you're eating food you love, it's not about cheating. It's about celebrating your food. But at that time, that was my mindset. And the moment I would that day would be over, I would be in depression, carb withdrawal for three days. Yeah. And then I would look forward to that cheat day for another three days yeah. and food controlled me. And that's when in 1997, went back to the science of blood sugar balance, started teaching blood sugar balance, shifted it, still was able to be the top fitness mall in LA, but I loved my body and I loved my food and I became the man that my wife deserved me to be. And then in 1999, we opened up in Venice Beach, California, Venice Nutrition. We started a movement of blood sugar balance, of PFC3. And what's cool is, is the story you tell that the pain I felt and the pain that I went through with Abby in 1997, you know, you're 2015. And because of, of, of that meeting for us, you're making this difference. And I just why I want everyone listening, you know, as you experience it, what used to be doesn't have to be. You start right. where you are and you can reestablish your connection with your body, with food, and you can reprogram your body. All of that nonsense about fasting and keto, all of that, can it work for a moment in time? Yes. Does it hurt you long-term? Yes. I had a client from 10 years ago, crushing blood sugar. Um, he, 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 and this is part of why we have this new body, mind, lifestyle approach, crushed blood sugar, became a parent, got, got, you know, busy, yeah. started gaining some weight as a dad. And then immediately he's in LA. Hey, do intermittent fasting. Does a couple of years of intermittent fasting, falls off the wagon. His blood sugar is now 5.7. His mm -hmm. kid doesn't want to eat breakfast, his son. And he feels like, what did I do? And he reached right. back out to me a couple of weeks ago. And now he understands it. And this is why so much of what we're doing is that foundation of blood sugar. But besides the body, it's the mind, it's a lifestyle. And that's really what is fun right now, the evolution of how we can empower people to live with food freedom. So let's dive into that evolution right now, because you mentioned it, what stuck with me, you just mentioned the son that didn't want to eat breakfast anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh man, I've worked with guys like that. I've worked with yep. guys who've had that in their family. And then what you start to realize if when you're doing, uh, we call PFC every three, you know, you're, you're eating your macros so you can get your stable blood sugar. And we'll get into that in a moment, but this dad with his son, we have little eyes staring at us and watching us all the time. Yeah. They watch how we act. They watch how we interact with people, how we treat the people around us, but they also watch how we take care of ourselves, how we fuel our body, how we move through space. They watch us. And the best thing I love about your movement and what I discovered back in 2015, and we still do now, 2023, we do as a family is we eat together. And there's something so powerful in the family movement of eating together, eating at the same times with the same foods in the same place. And my kids know, maybe I, this is a great thing. For a while, I was like, maybe this isn't a good thing. But when my, I remember we were at the ski hill and my daughter, who was seven at the time, was like, hmm, I need a little bit of that protein. I need a little bit of that carbohydrate. I need a little bit of fat. Seven years old. And I love it because she just knows and she knows what it does to her body. So uh, can we dive into blood sugar stabilization? Because you mentioned that a couple of times right now. And I just want to clarify, what does that mean? Blood sugar stabilization. 
Yeah, so it's, I love that question. And I love the story that you talked about with your doctors, Hope Seven. And I take Hope to school every single morning. Amazing. And we talked like, like this morning, we talked about why you eat breakfast and what it does. Because as dads, what we have to understand is that there's three main times, well, really two main times that you make fat cells. Mm -hmm. Your first year of life, and that's just natural as a baby. And then in adolescence. And the issue is all of us listening right now, like the fat cells we have, unless you're doing lipo or thing, which I'm never going to recommend. You should never do that. But that's the only way you can really take a fat cell out. Once you have a fat cell, it doesn't go away. Hmm. The problem, though, is that when, when you have too many fat cells and you develop those in adolescence because kids don't understand food, is now that fat cell doesn't go away and you can lose fat from it and you can gain fat in it. But if we can teach kids to eat balancing their blood sugar, which I'm going to talk about in a moment, and, and not develop those unnecessary fat cells, then you're set up to win. So having those conversations with Hunter when he was a kid, having those conversations with Hope now at seven before she hits puberty. But blood sugar, can we talk about this? And everyone, think about your first breath. You can't remember it, but we all ate this way. So your energy source is ATP. And when we think about this is that you, you focus on that ATP. And when you're a baby, you have a balance of, you eat when you're hungry, you stop when you're satisfied, you eat every three hours, typically breast milk, it's a little different balance, but protein, fats, and carbohydrates. And you're consistently going that way. You're not overeating, you're not undereating, and you're eating balance. And that's how we're meant to be fed from the moment we take our first breath. And that's our body's source of fuel is ATP and it comes from sugar. So when you think about two blood sugar hormones and the range is about 120 to 80, glucagon is made by your pancreas and you have insulin. Those two hormones counteract each other. What you need to know is that protein affects that hormone glucagon. Carbs affect insulin and fat slows down the release of hydrochloric acid. When, when we have kids, when we're a kid, it's not that we don't want to keep eating that way. We adopt to what our parents are doing. Right. And this is a problem. You think about schools. Why do kids, where every study shows that kids growing up should not get up at six in the morning, that they, they're more nocturnal and they more want to wake up later. Why do we do that? Because of work. Why did we move into eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Because of work. Right. All of this is based upon work. So what kids do is they adapt what our parents do. And in the States, the problem is 75% of the adult American population is overweight or obese. Over 50% are type two, di are diabetics or insulin resistant. So if the parents are struggling, the kids are gonna struggle. The way we need to do this, we just need to teach people, it's not about dieting, it's not about cutting. And the reason parents do fasting, the reason parents do keto is because they don't know what to do. And they want, they're looking for something simple. The reality is that your health can never be simple. You need to put the work in just like you have to do with being a parent, just like you have to do in a marriage, just like you have to do with something you're passionate about. And you just gotta start chipping away. Instead of using food to lose weight, use food to create hormonal balance. When you do that, protein, PFC3, protein, fats, carbs, every three hours, you eat with an hour upon waking, every three hours, you're not spiking or crashing, you're not burning muscle and storing fat. When you do that, you release your stored fat. Every pound of stored fat is 3,500 calories. So when you eat this way and you fuel by this way, you're releasing that stored fat, you're building muscle and you're reprogramming your metabolism. That's the power of what we're teaching around the world. In 66 countries and six continents, Cam, you know, with I, the movement strong and it's only getting stronger. I love that. I want to talk about that because 66 countries right now, you have this movement, you've been traveling all over the world doing this. You've been meeting people from all cultures and countries and walks of life. I read a startling stat yesterday. It's a projected stat. They believe that almost 50% of the world's population will be obese by 2035. 
And I was like, that isn't, that is, it's sad, but it's incredible because so many people need help, right? They need, so many people just need the knowledge. They just don't know. And you don't know what you don't know. And you've been traveling all over the world, educating people on blood sugar stabilization, PFC every three, how to fuel your body. And you've been doing this. Now we're going to come back to the nutrition, but I have a question for you as a dad, because you've been traveling a lot the last seven years. And mm-hmm. I've, I have two questions along this line about your travels. First, what have you noticed that is consistent regardless of the country, the culture that you go into? What are the similarities that you're noticing in the groups of people in, with who you're speaking with? Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men, to be dads making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind, and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. Yeah, I mean, and, and the fun part about the travel is we've done it as a family, you yeah. know, and Hunter has toured with me in Australia, Chile, Brazil, um, Hope when she was born, we went to Japan. So what's been cool is that we've done this as a family and we've been part of it as a family. The one main thing I've seen is that everyone wants to live a healthy lifestyle and no one understands food. Yeah. Nobody. You know, when I'm in, when I can go to Asia, I can do a Taiwan, Hong Kong, Japan. They don't really understand how to balance food. It's understanding it. And because of certain foods are entering into these cultures, weight keeps increasing. When I go to Brazil, when I go to Peru, when I go to Chile, same thing. They don't understand food. And, and then when we, when we talk about North America, when we talk about Europe, when we talk about Africa, it's all a misunderstanding about food. And the reality is that what most people are is that they grow up a particular way. Their hormones are a little more active. Their body's a little more active. They're not working. They're not having kids. They're not married. And then they go from that situation to school, to then work, to then being married, to then having a kid, to da 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 And then they never understood food, so they're becoming challenged with their weight. Every culture, it's that way. And what's been cool to see is that we've taken PFC3 around the world because it's protein, fats, carbohydrates. Right. It's no, it's your only three macronutrients. It's no gimmick. And every single type of food, every single type of culture, we, we put this program in 30 plus languages. So we've been able to teach it in German, in um, Mandarin, in Portuguese. You know, name the language, we teach it. And it's the same thing, protein, fat, carbohydrates. Certain, like when you're in Brazil, it's PGC. You know, because certain things that fat isn't exactly the word. So you adjust to the culture. But overall, that's been the power. Of it. And what I could say 
is everyone is hungry for it. Everybody wants to learn. They just don't know what to do. So what ends up happening is you're in the space and you have all this noise around you and no one's teaching the real thing. And that study is just alarming to me because it's not from a lack of effort. And I think that's what bothers me when I hear people say, oh, people are lazy. People are not lazy. Of course, there's some lazy people, but overall, 99% of people, they want to live a healthier life. They just don't know how. So we have to go teach them. I love it. I love it. Speaking about teaching, you've traveled the world, you've met people all over the place, you traveled as a family, but as a dad, as a husband, traveling with your family or with not your family, what is something you've learned about yourself in this journey? It's a great question. What, what I learned is when, I, when we were building and I was coaching in Venice Beach, there was a hunger to make a difference. And then when we launched Body Confidence and it became a number one bestseller, that hunger grew more. And then, and then I became Nen's nutritionist. And then the Tennis Channel's nutrition, that hunger grew more. What I learned about myself the last 10 years traveling the world is that when I'm around people, when I see the pain in people, the, the, the stuff, sometimes when you live in your little space, you don't really see hmm. the challenge that's going on around you. So it's what it's done is it's made me just see more and more and more what we teach has to be a household name. It has to be something that people just say PFC3, which is why, you know, our company, Venice Nutrition, which is why we're moving so much to that brand of PFC3, because PFC3 is something that, that is, is it's the program. It's not a company. It is, we have a company, but it's a movement. It's a culture. It's a lifestyle. It's a brand. It's a message. And it's something that everyone can do. PFC3, PFC3. So, so much of what I've realized is that there's a point in, in time where you have to you have to do the right thing and you have to understand that the world needs it. And yes, we could just, you know, we're 50. I could just do celebrity boot camps. I could do stuff. Like I don't have to do what we're doing, but we're doing it because there's a point where when I see my son, 118, and I see hope, and I think about all the other dads out there and all the little moms out there, and they don't know what that seven-year-old's going through. And if we don't do something about it, then who is? Because the intermittent fastings and the ketos, there's a study that just came out about urethritol. Hmm. Every, when, everyone want, listening, when you go and you go see a keto product, it's almost full of urethritol, which is considered a corn sweetener. You know what they just showed? That you have like a 10 times higher risk of a stroke with too much urethritol in your wow. blood. There is no shortcut. shortcut. There's no like, Okay, I'm going to I'm going to time between 12 and 8 and then I can just eat whatever I want. It doesn't work that way. Same thing with keto. Cutting out a macronutrient doesn't work. It works for a moment, but what's your definition of working? Do you want to be the parent you want to be? Do you want to <laughs> live with your greatest health? That's why it's time to get back to the basics. And that's what I've seen Cam, and that's that that, that the fire inside of me isn't getting weaker. It gets stronger with every single conversation I have. I love it. I love it. And it's what I love about this and this movement and PFC3, it's not just about the food. It's not just about the food. You're educating people on so much more, right? Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, you think about body, you think about food, you think about movement, you think about sleep and stress and, and, and way to fill your gaps with multiple different ways. And then you think about hydration. But what we also know is mindset, mm. the limiting piece. We, we've all been there. You know, you feel like you're crushing your health. You're, everything's great. Your clothes fit good. You look lean. Everyone's saying, oh, you're great. You're loving your food. And then you step on the scale and it's like, that is not my friend. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, all of your good is gone. That's mindset. Yeah. 
That's mindset. And then building off mindset, you need lifestyle, you need systems, you need habits. I've traveled, as we talked about, 66 countries. I, we call it your PFC3 mobile kit. You have to win at home, at work, and on the go. I've taken uh, meat sticks, freeze-dried fruit, nuts and seeds through every customs. The only, only country, well, Providence, that, that, that didn't let me bring food in was Taiwan. That's it. Mm. Out of everywhere else I've gone, I haven't had an issue. So like we use these excuses. So when you think about body, mind, and lifestyle, and that's really what our next book is. PSC 3 and all a program called the 100 Days of 1%. Love it. Imagine if you improve your health, body, mind, lifestyle, 1% a day. When you do that, and you do that for 100 days, guess what? You're at 100%. Yeah, I love it. Because as men, we are too often drawn in or operate by the all-in or nothing mindset. Yes. It's the all right, I'm going to do this. Here we go. All in. And then you make it three days and you fall off and you're like all out. You know, it's men are drawn to this. And I think it's part of our personality. It's part of how, how we develop and maybe a little bit how society views us and what we should be doing. And we take in all this outside input and we try to make sense of it in our head. And we decide that I have to be perfect or this, or I failed. Like, it's such a dangerous mindset to have. So explain a little bit more about the 1% mindset, because I love this. I've taught it to the guys in the Fight the Dabog community, but I would love for whoever's listening to this right now to get clear on what it means to commit to 1%. Yeah, I mean, my dad taught me it. So growing up, I, I couldn't speak. When I, was, when I was, and Hope had the same challenges I had, but when my first three years, four years of life, I couldn't form words. Hmm. And it was hard for me because I thought, I would say like we're talking and I'm thinking I'm saying the words and no one is like jumble. So, you know, my, I would try to say banana didn't work. So my mom thought I, you know, she was told I'll grow it enter first grade. It's not better. And they wanted to hold me back going into second grade. And at that time, when you only have like a few friends who actually can understand you in your own little language, like that was my breaking point. That was a breaking point for me when I was seven years old and I came home crying and I said, I, I have to go in second grade, please help me. And my mom and dad are the greatest. So they, 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 you know, they didn't know this. This is, you know, this is in the what seventies right now and the late seventies. And they got an amazing speech therapist named Mrs. Lanthrop and my teach first grade teacher, Mrs. Painter. Uh, you, you remember those teachers who made a difference in you. Yeah. And I started massive speech therapy. And at, before, like my darkest moment, my dad went in my room and he put a massive 1% on my wall. And he said, you're going to have tough days. You're going to have moments you're going to want to quit. You got to get there 1% of time. And for six, six days a week, two hours a day, I'll practice my speech. It took me three years. You know, and I, and I still have a speech challenge. I have to think about everything I'm saying. If you replay this, you'll see mistakes I make. But I speak the world. I've done 10,000 international media segments. <laughs> but it was that 1% concept. And then I started applying that called the Kaizen method, these 1% mm -hmm. incremental changes. And I started doing it my whole life. Everywhere I did it, whenever the pressure got to me, I said, wait a second, 1%, 1%. And then we adopted that to everything. And what we see is that what you just said, that all or none, that mindset can never win. It just never can because life will always show up. So we know this, we could have, we could be crushing our health. What happens? Our kid gets sick and then they make us sick. And then like everything's derailed. And because it's all or none, it's like, oh, I'm off now. And then you lose it but you just got to go back to that 1%. And that's what we teach 1% with the body, 1% with the mind, 1% with the lifestyle. And when you compound that, 
the difference it makes. And that's what I would recommend for everybody. Look at where you are now. You always start where you are. Look at where you want to go a year from now. And you have to start then building upon that. And that momentum compounds. And now you get to the place where you're loving your body. You're loving your food. Your mindset's awesome. Your lifestyle doesn't mean you're not going to have tough days. You are, but you don't let it get you down. And with that mindset, everything is possible. I love it. And I love you. Like, this is incredible. <laughs> like, I love your message, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bring something up because I've, I've heard this lots over the last seven years. And I'm sure you have too. And there's guys listening to this right now who have this going in their head. Sure. Sure. Mark. Sure. Cam. This sounds great. 1% every day. It's just not working for me. And it's just not working for me. And sometimes when you believe it's not working for you, it's because of this internal dialogue you have in your head. You don't know better, more or less. You need somebody else from the outside just to add some perspective. Um, what would you say to the guys right now who are like, ah, oh, man, I'm trying this. It's just not working for me. What's missing? So what I would first thing is you got to redefine what work means to you. Yeah. So you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. then immediately write down what does work mean for you? If you're saying something's not working, it's because your expectations of that is probably needs to be fine-tuned. Yeah. You got to redefine that. Myself as a 50-year-old man, this is what work means to me. You know, am I, do I have the energy to go to play indoor trampoline dodgeball with my son, Hunter? Can I go to the gym with him? Can I ride my bike with hope? Can I go camping, boating? Um, can I be the man that I'm meant to be for my wife? Can I come home with energy? Can I be the, can I be that? That is what works with me. And then the, the byproduct is, yeah, I look lean, fit and healthy, but I'm not controlled by having my six pack stomach. Even though I have that, it's not, that's not the focus. So I had to redefine what work meant for me as a fitness model. That was not my definition of work. So the first thing is really define what does work mean for you? Second, you know, you think I, I, one of our, um, our partners in PFC three, she's, she's the worry on behavioral specialist, Carol Lapoli. She uses this amazing analogy that if I have an ice cube and ice cube melts at 33 degrees, um, uh, Fahrenheit. So when you think about that and you have, it's at 20 degrees. Well, think of your body that way. So you're doing 1%, you're going 20, 21, 22, 23, you're improving, but that ice cube is not changing yep. at all. Yep. And then you get to 32, but once you hit 33, it starts to melt. Right. That's how you have to think about it. It's the compound. It's the all or none. So define what work means for you. Start thinking about your mindset and then you start doing the work. Like when we think about PFC3 and we start with phase one of a 28-day jumpstart, that first week isn't even the program. It's prep week. We prep you. Mm. We get you ready to win. It's not like I'm starting and you're scrambling. It's not like you're waking up late and, oh, oh I got to start now. You got to get your mind right. And then you support. And that eases the pressure. And what I will guarantee everyone listening, that right now, if you can redefine work and you can shift your minds and you can implement the right strategies. Now, if you're doing keto and intermittent fasting, it's never going to work because those are diets. Those are deprivation deficits will never take you to the promised land. But if you can actually learn how to balance your blood sugar, love your food and implement the right strategies and love your movement and be consistent, everything is possible. Love it. Love it. You mentioned, you know, the, the 28 day jumpstart. Tell, tell us about that. Tell us what you got going on. I know that already launched, but there's, this is going to come up pretty soon. And I'm sure there's going to be another launch in the future. So tell us about the 28 days. Yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, we started, there's been three main pro we've, we've created a lot of programs, but there's been three main programs. You know, we started, we started Venice nutrition and Venice beach in 1999. That was like, 
we're driving that. And then we launched our own certification, our own online program. But basically that 10 year run was really body confidence. That was mm-hmm. the, the pinnacle of a 90 day program, three phases. And then as we launched globally for the next 10 years, I said, how do we, so that was one-on-one coaching. And I said, how do we duplicate this for the masses? Mm-hmm. And we created this cool way. We call it the eight week run, which you're very familiar with detox yep. night thrive, set people up. This next evolution came because Carrie came to me, who's, who's an incredible nutritionist, um, and behavioral specialist has said, you know, what if we, and because she does so much work on the mindset, what if we create this, we take the PSC3 message and we create something, a body, mind, lifestyle, and the 100 days of 1% was born. The 28-day jumpstart is the first phase of that. So you think about, I look at health in three ways. You look at, you need a jumpstart, you need some momentum. But what we do is it's not like, here you go. Every single day we coach you, the most interactive experience you could ever imagine. Every single day from a body, mind, lifestyle to prepare you, to understand you. Phase two is making it stick. So you think about everyone can do something for 28 days. Week one is prep week. Then we really clean you up for 14 days. And then we start reintroducing some food in that fourth week. But that phase two, the next five weeks is all about making it stick. The novelty is worn off. How do we make it stick? And then the last phase to finish out the 100 days is all about really becoming your own nutrition pro. Hmm. Education first. Imagine over 100 days where you get educated on every aspect of your life with your body, your mind, your lifestyle. When you do that, it grows. You're getting the tools. You're learning how to look at a protein bar. You're learning how to look at a protein shake. You know what a protein fat carb is. You know how to eat in a restaurant. You know how to travel. You know how to feed your kids. You develop the skill set. You become your own pro. You're able to ask the right questions so you'll never be misled from the diety madness. That's what this movement's about, is understanding and empowering people to love their food in a three-phase approach, and it's the next evolution. You take 20 years, 25 years of my experience, 25 years of Carrie's experience from body and mindset and together with lifestyle to really launch this program. And of course, when I talk about me, my wife, Abby, my greatest partner for 29 years, my everything, she is, oh, whenever I speak about me, Abby's right next to me, always side by side, because we've always done this together. Yeah, which is awesome. By the way, they just like you and Kimmy. Yeah. You know, you need a dynamic duo. You really do because you can't do this on your own, which I think also parallels in your health journey. It's really difficult to do it on your own, to surround yourself with a community, to surround yourself with accountability partners, if you want to call them that, to support or a spouse or a child or your whole family. Like if you really are serious about transforming your lifestyle, because that's what this is. This isn't a diet. It's not deprivation. This is a lifestyle transformation, and it is going to make you feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to be more present with your kids. And for the guys listening to this who own businesses, you're going to have more energy to put into your business so you can provide, so you can give a lifestyle that you want for your kids. Because we we want to be healthy. We really do. And I want to circle back to something you said about not knowing how to do it. We don't understand food. And so in this 28 days, you get your understanding of foods, you're educated in it. And then at the end of that hundred days, that hundred days of 1%, I love the education piece. Make this stick. There's nothing worse than talking to someone where I'm like, Hey, tell me about what you're doing with your food. Well, I'm doing this. Why? Uh, because the guy at the local gym told me to like, but that's what you too often hear. And to have people walk out of this 100 days with the knowledge and the skill set and the passion 
to bump into a friend or a family member and be like, oh, hold up a sec. I want to share with you what I know. Like that's how you make, create a movement and that's how you make lasting change. So man, props to you and Abby for taking this new chapter in your life together. Uh, you and Carrie for creating such an amazing program. I'm excited to see where this goes. Mark, for you now, man, Hunter's married. Hope you said seven right now. Incredible. I, I believe when we met, I think she was like two months old. You know, yeah, she was just born. Just I born. Like I just, I came to Canada right after she was born. Yeah, and 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 you know, because we did, we it was all about our book, our white kids make you fat, how to how to get your body back, which I wrote for parents. Yeah, you know that was the book I wrote for it, and and like when we think about it, like Abby's all. Man, like, because we signed the book deal, we already had the date, and then she got pregnant. So in a perfect world, we wouldn't be doing a tour right after she's, but, you know, it is what it is, but it was great. Yeah, I love that. I love it because a little insight too. Mark was here. uh, We did a live event, and uh, it wasn't what came in the eye, I hope, but Mark was awesome. He was here. He encouraged us, and he just fired us up to keep going. But I remember being, uh, I think it was like a Saturday night after closing at a local, they were outdoor gear shop putting together a stroller uh that you oh, ended yeah that you i ended, forgot so the chariot so cam, cam and kimmy i forgot about the chariot that was the chair we just retired that yeah. literally we bought this chariot which is like the best stroller and we bike through the D- disney oh we've done everything with that yeah. that and we bought it in canada i got home and abby said what did you pay for that why'd you get that yeah. and now she'll say to this day the best thing we ever bought it and that was best. because of you i forgot you're our chariot crew i yeah. love that what a stroller by Thule. yeah right like duct taping it to the box together so we could get it on the plane and they would take i love it man mark <laughs> you're you're getting into this new chapter super excited for you and the movement but Mark, for you, what is one area personally right now, maybe as a dad, as a husband, that you're excited about, an area of growth that you're working on? Yeah, I mean, where, where I am is at 50, is really being able to be present with my family, not travel as much. So like we've done a lot the last 10 years of travel. So it's been, it's been cool to say no to travel, to really invest in this, start doing our own events. And, and, you know, Cam, for the last 10 years, I've been partnering with companies as spokespeople. You know, it's a joint venture. I make programs. We partner on stuff together. But to have this be our own thing and to really make it family, Hunter and Ariana work for our PFC3 company, um, so much of it is really brought back to the basics, to just be, to just live my lot in my next 50 years plus, all on my terms. And I think that's what I want everyone to know is that, you determine your greatness. You determine your, your life. You determine the, the decisions you want to make. And, and whatever you want to achieve, you can. When your health is a priority, when you understand your body, everything is possible. You're sharper. You're happier. Life is better. So I think that's really where it is, where I want to be with my family. I want to camp. You know, we're big campers. We're going to hike the Appalachian Trail, all of these. We have our motor home. We bike. We do everything. But I want to live my health with my family, but I also want to make sure I inspire other families. Mm-hmm. And that's why doing this podcast matters. That's why I, I, I want everyone to know, Cam and I, we're going to do a lot of other stuff together. We're going to, yeah. We have a movement for men. We have a movement for dads to help people understand. I remember one of my HLN segments was all about you know man cave cooking for dads. Like Get back to some of the roots. Get back to on our own terms, not traveling so much that I'm focused on one thing, but really be able to do what I love. And that's, you know, that's our next chapter. And I'm excited to help and really n- make that stat of 2035 done, not make that possible. And we're going to do everything we can for the next 12 years 
to prevent that stat from becoming reality. Excellent, brother. If someone listening to this right now wants to learn more about uh, the 28-day jumpstart, the 100 days of 1%, where can they do that? Yeah, so you can, if you want to learn more about me, just go to my site, Mark McDonald. I'm a MAC, I'm Scottish, so markmcdonald.tv. That's your best way to find out everything. Perfect. And then our PFC3 is mypfc3.com. Um, but you, the markmcdonald.tv, there, you can find out about mypfc3 there, but you can also go right to the site. And that's where you'll be able to see my blogs, be on our list and just start experiencing what we're doing together. Amazing. Mark, I appreciate you. Like I said, I love you, brother. Thanks for doing this. Uh, I can't wait to, to move forward together. I love you, Cam. And we're just, we're back. 2015 was that little moment, but 2023 beyond, we're going to do some great stuff together. And just thanks for having me on the show. It means so much. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review, and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today, and I will see you on the next episode of the DMD podcast.